Hey, Wowzer fams. Before we start the show, I've got some exciting news to shine on the Sunshine State. As you may have heard, I am bringing the Wow in the World pop-up party to my hometown of Tampa, Florida on Saturday, April 6th. And to celebrate, we are giving away one golden ticket that includes a special prize pack of Wow in the World goodies. One lucky family will win it all. Grown-ups, for more information on how to enter, just visit our Wow in the World Facebook page for details. Also, there are still tickets available for our Washington, D.C. show on March 24th, but if you're planning on coming to the show, you might want to hurry up and snag yours as they are going fast. Our upcoming Atlanta show has already sold out. For tickets, just visit tinkercast.com slash events. That's tinkercast.com. Dot com slash events. And again, if you live in the Tampa Bay area, visit our Wow in the World Facebook page for more on how your family can win our golden ticket prize pack for our show at the Tampa Theater on Saturday, April 6th. That's it. Now let's get on with a brand new episode of Wow in the World. Will you be left in the dust? And this is stuck by ya. You're a sunflower. You're a sunflower. Every time I'm leaving on you, you don't make it easy. No, no. You don't make hey, it. Hey, Guy Rossi. Oh, hi, Mindy. What are you doing out here in the community garden so early? You know what they say. Yep. The early worm gets the bird. Then it can't eat it because it doesn't have teeth. Uh, I hadn't heard that one. Eh, so what are you doing out here anyway? I, w- I was just, uh, doing some math exercises. Uh, math exercises? Yeah? In the sunflower patch of a community garden. I know, isn't it perfect? Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing here. I am collecting sunflower seeds for a new energy bar recipe that Reggie and I are working on. Energy bar? Oh, yeah. There's a big opportunity in the energy bar for birds industry. Thinking of starting a little business. Oh, yeah? What's that? Energy bars for birds. Huh. We're going to shove a bunch of sunflower seeds inside each bar, call them paleo. Birds going paleo. I know. Genius, right? Reggie came up with the idea to turn this concept for bird energy bars into a business after he'd been listening to episode after episode of this one podcast called um, How I Bird This. Have you heard of it? Mm, can't, can't say I have. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. It features all of these birds and all the cool stuff that they've built. Like, um, like birdhouses that you can rent out to other birds for a night. Huh. And then there was this one episode of this bird-owned company called Warbler Parker where you can get these flying goggles to try on at home, and if you don't like them, you send them back. Uh, that's, Anywho, uh... you should totally check out the show. It's called How I Bird This. I think you're really going to like the host. In fact, you kind of remind me of him. Guy Ross, where are you going? Wait up! You never explained why you were in the middle of all these sunflowers doing math exercises. Or what those exercises even are. Mm, That's right. See you later. 
Wait, 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 wait. Guy Raz, uh... I know that look anywhere. You are up to something. Uh... Guy Raz, were you in here doing a scientific investigation without me? Well, what makes you think that? Well, for starters, you're wearing the handy-dandy 5D sensory hat D. Oh, this thing, I, I didn't even notice. I just grabbed the first hat I could find as I walked out the door. Uh, you know, with the strong sunlight, always better to be extra cautious. Extra cautious? My math? Guy Raz, you are totally up to something. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy. Hi, Hi Dennis. Dennis. What you doing? Oh, you know, we were just about to, uh... Um... Search for the Fibonacci sequence! Yeah, see? Nothing too exciting. The what? Oh, you two, Liberace had a lot of sequins. You shouldn't have to search for them. I mean, unless he was walking around here back in the 70s and some loose sequins fell from one of his exotic costumes and into the yard. Huh, interesting. Well, I'm actually talking about a mathematical concept known as the Fibonacci sequence, where each number in the sequence is the sum of the two numbers before it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I understood none of that, uh, and now my brain hurts, so I'm going to go lay down. Okay. Well, thanks, Dennis. Bye. Yep, peace out, Dennis. Ugh, that was close. Okay, Guy Raz? What is going on? First, I find you in the community garden. You're standing in the midst of all of these sunflowers. Then you say that you're here to do math exercises. Plus, you're wearing a full lab coat and the handy-dandy 5D sensory hattie. And now there's something about sequins and nachos? No, 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 Mindy, not nachos. The Fibonacci sequence. Though I do have to say, I made a pretty mean batch of kale and tofu cheese nachos last night. You gotta try them next time I make them. Yeah, I think I'll take a pass. So you were saying something about Fibonacci? Well, Fibonacci was an Italian mathematician who lived more than 800 years ago in the city of Pisa. Oh, like where the Leaning Tower of Pisa is. Exactly. Wait, do you still have that Leaning Tower of Pisa jello sculpture you made that one time? Uh, don't you remember? You ate it. That's right. I did eat it. Anyway, Fibonacci was particularly interested in patterns. I love patterns. Plaids, stripes, polka dots, paisley. Well, well not exactly those patterns. More like patterns that he noticed in nature. Giuseppe, Leonardo, come quickly. You must look at this apple. What? What is it? The, the red the delicious? It is delicious, but look at what happens when I slice it across its hemisphere. You see? It is right here. Uh, I just see the inside of an apple. Ah, but you see at the center... There is a star. Uh, and? And that star has a five points. It's a part of a sequence. Don't you see? Everything in nature is connected to the sequence. Ah, oh, Fibonacci. I'm afraid I don't understand. Well, if I take the number zero and add the number one, uh, what do I get? Well... Uh... Of course you will get the one, because one plus zero is one. That is correct. So, now, 
Let's say I take another one and I add it to one. Easy. One plus one is two. Now, what happens when I add a two and a one? <sighs> well, two plus one is three. Where is this going, Fibonacci? Aha! And now it gets interesting. What if I add three and two? Uh, three plus two is five. And that is the Fibonacci sequence. You start with a number, and then you add it to the number before it, and you get a new number. Uh, Fibonacci, I am still not following. Well, 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 it's like this. A zero, a one, a one, a two, three, five, eight, thirteen, twenty-one, thirty-four, fifty-five, eighty-nine. You catch my drift, eh? Oh, of course! Each number is the number you get when you add up the two numbers before it. <laughs> and Leonardo, you can find these numbers represented in things like flowers, in pine cones, even inside the human body. Huh, so this guy, Fibonacci, who sounds awfully familiar, figured out that there's a mathematical pattern in almost every part of nature? Well, yeah, and in fact, Mindy, that's why I'm in this sunflower patch. Okay, so how do we find the Fibonacci sequence in a sunflower? Ah, well, that's precisely what I'm going to try and find out using my handy-dandy 5D sensory hat D. Of course, because the 5D sensory hat D helps to magnify or increase all your senses. So that way... That way, I'll be able to see the parts of the sunflower really well, and I won't need a magnifying glass. Well, good thing I brought along my own 5D sensory hat D. Get it out of my adventure toolkit here. Put it on. Now, let's go find some Fibonacci numbers. All right, let's see here. Look at this beautiful sunflower. Just a perfect specimen of a flower. And look how many petals this sunflower has. One, two, three, four, fifty-five. I've counted fifty-five petals. That's it. A Fibonacci number. Fifty-five is a Fibonacci number. What in the wow, Guy Raz? It is bonker balls that we can find math all around us all the time, 24-7. Get away. Ouch. Ah. Um, Mindy, uh, watch out for that bee. It seems a little aggressive. Ah, get away from me, bee. Stop being all up in my bee's nest. Shoo, shoo, bee, shoo. Hey, this is my flower. I was here first. Uh, Mindy, who just said that? I think it was the bee? <sighs> Hang on. Hang on a minute. I think the handy-dandy 5D sensory hat is giving us superpower hearing right now. As I said, this is my flower. Get lost. What in the... Uh, oh, uh, well, Mr. B, uh, sorry, we didn't realize you were here first. We were just searching for some mathematics in nature, and we didn't intend to disturb you. <laughs> Well, you did disturb me. I'm just minding my own business, 
And you humans are droning on and on, like drones. Why don't you buzz off? Uh, Mr. B? Uh, are, are you trying to tell us something? Oh, wait a minute, Guy Raz. I think we may have hurt his little bee feelings. Andy, what in the world are you talking about? You know what? Let's just ask the bee, okay? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Hi, little bee. Um, what are you doing right now? I was doing my homework. Math homework, to be exact. Math homework? Wait a minute. What is going on? <gasps> Guy Raz, this is that study I was going to about. What study? The new study I read about in the journal Science Advances. Well, what's it about? You ready for it? Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. This one's really going to blow your mind. All right, spit it out. I'm so excited to tell you. Mindy, just tell me. <gasps> Bees can do math. Bees can do math? What's the matter? Never seen a bee count to zero before? Here, Guy Raz, you gotta check out this study for yourself. I even brought along the journal with me. Heads up! Oof. Huh. Mindy, this is amazing. Tell me about it. So we've known for a long time that doing math requires a certain combination of brain power mixed with a scoop of memory. And scientists have known that some animals, like chimps, ravens, even spiders, can understand basic math. Yeah, but some scientists at the RMIT University in Melbourne, Australia, wanted to find out if bees could also understand basic math. Like addition and subtraction. Like one plus two or three minus one. Exactly. So one of the scientists named Scarlett Howard decided to see if she could train bees to add and subtract. This is amazing, Mindy. It says here that Dr. Howard made a special enclosure or bee house shaped like the letter Y. Yeah. And if the bee went to one arm of the Y, it would taste delicious, sweet sugar water. But if the bee went to the other arm of the Y, it would taste bitter water made with something called quinine. Mm -hmm. The researchers then decided to put five different shapes on a piece of paper that the bees could see as they entered the bee house. And each shape was blue. Blue represented addition. In other words, each time the bees would see blue shapes, they were supposed to add another shape to the picture. So when the bee flew into the bee house and saw two blue triangles... It would have to decide what two plus one is. Which, of course, is three. Right. And so at that point, the bee would have to either fly to a picture of three triangles... Which would be the right answer... Or a picture with one triangle. Which would be the wrong answer. And, of course, if the bee picked the right answer, it got sugar water. And look, Guy Raz, they did the same experiment with yellow shapes. But the color yellow was supposed to represent subtraction. So every time a bee saw two yellow triangles, it had to find the answer with one yellow triangle. Because, of course, two minus one is one. 
Right. But here's the crazy thing. After about three hours of training the bees and trying to understand math, the researchers started to mix it up. Sometimes the problems were 5 minus 1 or 4 plus 1 or 3 minus 1 or plus 1. Which is slightly more complex. Yeah. And what the researchers noticed was that after three or four hours of training, the peas were getting the answer right on the first try 70% of the time. Wow, that's like being right seven out of ten times. That's amazing. Totally. So what this means is that maybe even creatures with teeny tiny brains can understand and perform basic math. Hey, I may be a bee of little brain, but your behavior downright stings. Oh, sorry, little bee. Yes, sorry. We had no idea you were out here doing math just like us. Ha! You're over there counting to three, and I'm busy calculating the beeswax efficiency of the hexagonal prismatic honeycomb. And I'm very behind. Now, shoo. Wait, did he just say... Oh, oh, sure. We were just on our way anyway. Yeah, we were just going to collect some sunflower seeds for my bird paleo bars. Guy Raz, looking at the recipe here, it looks like we're going to need 4,181 seeds. Hey, that's a Fibonacci number. 2,584 plus 1,597. Wow. Or if we're really ambitious, we can collect, say, 6,765 sunflower seeds. Another Fibonacci. 2,584 plus 4,181. Or, if we wanted to, we could just go back to my house and make some Fibonachos. I, I got it. How about we take 89 tortilla chips, add 21 jalapenos, 13 olives, 55 grams of beans, and make it Wow in the World, we'll be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from LegalZoom. Business owners can count on LegalZoom for legal advice and no surprises. Over 2 million business owners have trusted LegalZoom for LLCs, S-Corps, and DBAs. They've built a network of independent attorneys available in all 50 states. And LegalZoom provides complete transparency with upfront pricing and customer reviews to bring you peace of mind. More information is available at LegalZoom.com NPR. Life Kit is like that friend you go to in your toughest parenting moments. So my answer was, do you believe, Lucas? Oh, you're so Socratic. Life Kit for Parents, an audio guide from NPR and the experts at Sesame Workshop. Check it out in Apple Podcasts or at npr.org slash lifekit. That's it. Back to the show. Calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Hi, Mindy and Garage. My name is Angel, and I'm from Northern California. And my and my Wow in the World is that um that the Great Wall of China is held together by sticky rice. Bye. I don't like your show. I love your show. Hello, Mindy and Garage and Reggie. Mm. My name is Eleni. And 
and I live in Washington, D.C. And my wow in the world is that you can only catch the chicken pox once. Love your podcast, XOXO. I'm Indian Garage. My name is Tyson, and I'm from Greenville, Michigan. My wow in the world is that pigs can learn the same tricks as dogs, but faster. Hi, my name is Hannah. I live in Tampa, Florida, and my wow in the world is that baby alligator's gender depends on the temperature. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Mia. I'm from Ontario in Canada, and my wow in the world is that dogs can smell diseases like cancer. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Carmen, and my name is Gabby. We live in Providence, Rhode Island, and our wow in the world is that poison oak and poison ivy is part of the cashew family. Hi, my name is Guy Ross. My name is Josie Olsen, and I'm from Sydney, Australia. My wow in the world is that lizards drop their tails when they're scared. Bye, Minnie and Guy Ross. Love your show. I'm Minnie and Guy Ross. My name is Julian, and I live in Glens Falls, New York. My wow in the world is that an ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain. Bye. Hi, Minnie and Guy Ross. My name is Nora. And my name's Everson. We live in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. And our wow in the world is... In Chicago, Illinois, there is a restaurant where they make edible balloons out of sugar. And they float. Thanks. Thanks. P.S. We love to ride in your motor pickle so much. And we love your show. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing. Jinx! Cast and sent to you by NPR. What is it?
take to start something from nothing? And what does it take to actually build it? I'm Guy Raz. Every week on How I Built This, I speak with founders behind some of the most inspiring companies in the world. Find it on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts.